Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are beginning our new study entitled, Last Minute Warning. To fully understand the meaning behind that title, we find that the definition for last minute means the latest possible time before an event, and the word warning carries with it the cry of an event of great magnitude or impending danger that lies just ahead. In this study, I'll be giving a compilation of the major prophetic signs that are even now converging and flashing, their urgent be-ready indicators with undeniable evidence that we have reached the last-minute warning that is heralding two primary events that are ready to take place at any moment. First, the rapture of God's true church, and second, the tribulation period which will follow. When preparing for this message, it was difficult to know where to begin or what last-day sign I should start with because there truly are so many prophetic indicators that are screaming with a confirmation that we are in the last generation that will witness the return of Jesus, and that all His prophetic word of truth has promised. As we continue in the study, we'll be covering the majority of them, with some information being a review along with updates. But when I looked at the calendar and realized that it was already June, and thought to myself how quickly time is passing, and also realized that June is Gay Pride Month, I knew by the Holy Spirit's witness within me that this would be the first last day's precursor that we would be addressing. For one of the things that Lord Jesus said would signal His soon return was that it would be just as in the days of Lot. As we look into the depths of the homosexual agenda, we must not miss the term pride, for it reveals the same rebellious spirit in Lucifer that raised itself up against the God of all creation and His forever settled in heaven word of truth, and which caused this agent of rebellion to be cast out of heaven. And it is still the driving force that passionately compels him in his devious goal to create his new world order and to gain the worship of all its inhabitants. The term gay was originally chosen by them as the homosexual moniker because it means carefree, cheerful, or bright and splendid. However, the homosexual lifestyle could not be further from that description. For there is nothing but darkness and death for the one who has succumbed to this dreadful deception. And without coming to the saving truth of Jesus Christ the Lord, repenting and turning forever away from the abominable perversion that had kept them imprisoned, and surrendering fully to the God of love, they will spend a forever in the fires of hell with the devil who seduced them by way of his poisonous persuasions. It is therefore an eternal matter of life or death. Certainly, but for the unforgivable sin, which is a continued, unrelenting, and unrepented rejection of the Holy Spirit, 
and his call to God's gift of mercy and grace that is offered in the perfect blood atonement sacrifice of God's Son. There is forgiveness. But the sin of homosexuality is particularly dangerous and controlling because at the root of this abomination is a satanic agenda of the highest demonic proportions. In a commentary entitled The LGBTQ Agenda, written by Adam and Believer, we will be gleaning valuable insight that is offered in revealing a greater Luciferian motive than merely keeping a person bound in this sin and under his control. And again, I'll be adding additional insight along the way. They write, The LGBTQ's Antichrist agenda is no longer subtle. It is spearheading an aggressive, overt operation to overhaul biblical Christianity. No longer are homosexuals victims, even though they often portray themselves as such to gain an advantage. In reality, they are now leading the charge because of the power and money that backs them in our society. By way of this power, they have taken control of major areas of influence and are now making their move as partners in the Antichrist agenda to take over the world. And if we doubt this, just take a look at how pervasive this movement has become. In an itinerary for upcoming Pride Parades, the list covered pages of locations, dates, and times. Some of the participants include Utah, Vienna, the Baltic Nation, St. Petersburg, Florida, Toronto, Key West, Alabama, Santa Monica, Pittsburgh, PA, Washington, D.C., Naples, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Paris, Boston, Zurich, Andalusia, Chicago, Oslo, Baltimore, Albuquerque, Santiago, New York, Mexico, Luxembourg, Munich, Hamburg, Stockholm, Europride, Belgrade, Las Vegas Pride. And I'll stop here because the list just goes on and on across the globe. And if you've ever witnessed a pride parade and the horrendous perversions that they display with hellish egotism, it is difficult to believe that anyone cannot see the demonic and wicked spirit behind this abomination, which they display right before our very eyes, and which is being celebrated by more and more people as time goes on. For the launching of Gay Pride Month, the ads for major companies have tailored the products with colors of the gay pride rainbow and homosexual themes in honor of this perverse assault against God and his unadulterated word of truth. From Yankee Candles to Skittles, Pizza Hut to Hallmark Cards, and everything else in between, almost every ad for the products that people use every day and which are promoted via computers, TVs, iPhones, and in the retail stores as well, are now carrying full support for gay pride. Panera has their employees wearing pride shirts, not only for Pride Month, but all year long with a company slogan being, At Panera, we will, in capital letters, continue to learn and grow as we take active steps to embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion, end quote. Children's cartoons are also being tailored to the LGBTQ mindset, 
with actual characters now presenting as gay and or transgender. And the family dynamic is now being portrayed with the addition of two fathers or two mothers. And there is much more shocking information that shows how this perverse spirit is targeting our children that is too extensive to fully cover here. But they include such things as cartoon characters like Blue, who in one of his episodes featured a drag queen, and Pride Parade sing-alongs, and many other children's programs following suit. And we must not forget the drag queens who have been invited to read to kindergarten children at story time. And it is not only TV shows that are targeting our children with the LGBTQ agenda. Kellogg's has a special cereal box out for Pride Month called Together with Pride. The cereal is made of rainbow, heart-shaped pieces covered with glitter. And as this foul spirit spreads its tentacles of perversion, in June of 2015, the Supreme Court made a landmark decision that allows same-sex couples nationwide to marry. In celebration, the White House was illuminated with rainbow colors, and President Barack Obama was quoted as saying, I didn't have the chance to comment on how good the White House looked in rainbow colors. He also said to see people gathered in the evening on a beautiful summer night, and to feel whole and to feel accepted, and to feel that they have a right to love, that was pretty cool. That was a good thing. End quote. The Empire State Building and Freedom Tower in New York City were also lit up with rainbows in celebration of the landmark decision. And moving forward, in 2021, President Joe Biden formally recognized LGBTQ Pride Month after telling Americans to wave their flags of pride high. In a fact sheet for Pride Month put out by the Biden administration, they note that they have been pushing homosexuality around the world, also ensuring that U.S. embassies around the world were flying the pride flag. And this new Biden edict spared no exceptions, apparently including the U.S. Embassy at the Vatican. Tweeting a photo of the pride flag hanging from the balcony of its building in Rome, the representative of the U.S. Embassy to the Vatican wrote, the U.S. Embassy to the Holy See celebrates hashtag Pride Month with the pride flag on display during the month of June. The United States respects the dignity and equality of LGBTQI plus rights or human rights, end quote. You see that they are adding new letters to their acronym as their perversions expand into even darker territories. But the most dangerous and shocking reality is the reaction of much of the church to the gay pride agenda, especially from pastors who have been called to lead their flock in truth. In a news article dated December 20, 2021, a newly ordained pastor by the name of Aaron Muzzer, a minister at St. Luke's Lutheran Church in Chicago, dressed in drag as he led a children's Bible study on the sixth Sunday of Advent. He encouraged the participants to dress in garments and accessories that, in his words, make you feel 100% like the best version of yourself. 
He went on to say that preaching in drag is a theological reflection on joy, a dress rehearsal for joy, you might say, end quote. And while right-wing groups criticized the event, his congregation was very supportive, giving the witness to sheep being led to the slaughter. And while you might say that this pastor's behavior is on the side of exception, the temptation to back down on the Bible's stand on homosexual sin is spreading throughout the church. In 2021, Max Lucado, a popular evangelical author and pastor, formally apologized for an article and sermon that he had given in 2004, in which he addressed the sin of homosexuality while offering hope that a person could be delivered through pastoral care and the Word of God. In response to outrage from critics, Pastor Lucado was quoted as saying, It grieves me that my words have hurt or have been used to hurt the LGBTQ community. I apologize to you, and I ask forgiveness of Christ, end quote. In another case, the Rev. H. Beecher Hicks, Jr., pastor of Metropolitan Baptist Church in Washington, D.C., apologized to anyone who might have been offended by his remarks regarding the sin of homosexuality. After his audience, which consisted mainly of African-American ministers from out of town and some openly gay church workers, complained to the National City's pastor. And I will have to pause here, beloved, because we are just about out of time for today. But as we close, please allow me to say that, in these two examples that I just gave you, the pastors were coming against the sin of homosexuality, not the people who have become imprisoned in its deadly trap. But this Antichrist spirit of perversion has gained so much control that instead of the church contending for the souls of homosexuals, it is becoming, more and more each day, an advocate to the enemy's intention to rob, kill, and destroy by bowing in submission to this prideful and controlling foe. There is much more to be said about this, and God willing, we will do so with the Holy Spirit's leading in our next segment. Until then, I leave you with 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10. Do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covenants, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers, shall inherit the kingdom of God. But verse 11 gives the glorious antidote. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. Let us not shrink back from proclaiming that glorious good news, beloved. And, as always, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.
www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.